Good evening, patriots. This is Living with Liberty, your source for common sense and truth. I am your host, Ryan. Today we'll talk about how the Uniparty is destroying our country through massive spending of money we don't have. We'll talk about how the French are leading the charge against American wokeism. And we'll finish up with how Oregon is working to make sure no one gets the right answer in math ever again. Next on Living with Liberty. Our elected officials are doing all they can to ensure our country and future generations are unable to compete on the world stage. Whether it's bankrupting our country through unsustainable spending and the subsequent debt that comes along with it that will never be paid off, or allowing destructive woke ideology in schools, the Uniparty is doing all it can to ensure there is no one able to threaten the aristocracy they are attempting to establish. Other countries are taking notice and working to stop the import of American wokeism. When you have the likes of France, Germany, Mexico, and Poland speaking out against the suppression of speech, you know that there's a problem with what's going on. Victor Davis Hansen has a great article posted in American Greatness titled, The World Goes On While America Sleeps. There is no more appropriate message or title than that. While our elected officials put on their dog and pony show impeachment, China got that much farther ahead. While the Uniparty still seems fixated on Trump, Instead of the good of our country, Russia is making moves. While teachers' unions in this country continue to throw their hissy fit over returning to the classroom, the kids in China, Japan, South Korea, many European nations, amongst other nations around the world, are getting the quality in-person education that will put them ahead of American children. While Congress was busy removing a uh, member from her committees, Iran was busy plotting the expansion of its nuclear program. We are quickly becoming the laughing stock of the global community. We apparently didn't learn from the Great Recession when Greece basically went belly up and needed a lifeline from the EU that came with major strings attached. We are on that same track with our spending. It's truthfully threatening our sovereignty. The bailouts to Greece from the European Union essentially dictated the terms of what Greece could and could not do. The United States debt total is now at $28 trillion and counting, and that is likely set to grow by two tr- another $2 trillion here real soon as Congress gets back to work on yet another COVID stimulus that will launder most of that money through their pet projects and back into their pockets. We are now at a debt-to-GDP ratio of 106% and climbing. Countries ahead of us are far from economic powerhouses because they are saddled with so much debt themselves. Japan tops the list at a debt-to-GDP ratio of 237%. 
And what do we know about Japan? They have faced decades of deflation and stagnant economic growth. They seem to be somewhat coming out of that now and slowly growing, but really that type of spending, that type of debt has led to a a real stagnant economy there. Venezuela is ahead of us also in that uh, debt-to-GDP ratio list, and we know what a disaster that economy is. We are quickly heading into that territory. Japan, China, and the UK are the top holders of U.S. debt, and they are going to want to collect one day. Will we be able to pay it off? (laughs) Not likely at this point. Our choices will be to raise taxes to the point of strangling growth, strangling people's household budgets, uh, which will in turn actually cause a decline in revenue as people will do all they can to avoid paying the higher taxes. They'll figure out ways to get around it, whether it be offshore accounts or just straight up not working, not uh, participating in the economy, things like that where, where there's not any money being given to the government. We will be hit with massive inflation, which will drive up the price of everything from everyday staples like food and clothing and uh, you know, we're already seeing gas prices increase, but uh, you know your your everyday living is going to to increase and leave less money for uh, discretionary spending, which in turn, you know, the des- the the uh, discretionary spending generates tax revenue. You have less of that, you have less tax revenue. Uh, something these these clowns in Washington and even at the state levels don't figure out. And your interest to borrow, uh, interest rates to borrow money will increase. Hey, think about you know, just what uh, your interest rates are tonight, today. On uh, if you were to go get a mortgage, we'll see that climb. It'll it'll be like it was in the the seventies and early eighties with just double digit uh, mortgage uh, interest rates. Here, you better go refinance your houses now. You know, who knows? Maybe we take the nuclear option to all this debt and renounce it. Consequences be damned on the world stage. You know, where we do that, um, nobody's going to lend us money again for a long time. You know, think about Argentina and, you know, Greece, I think, for the most part, stuck to their plan that the EU dictated to them. So they they obviously didn't take the nuclear option. But, you know, for uh, I think Argentina has maybe a couple times even at this point. Debt hamstrings our budgets, whether it's your household, uh, you know, budget, or or certainly the government. Uh, how much more uh, could our government programs be effective if we weren't saddled with interest payments on debt to other countries? You know, we will come to a point where the interest payments of the national debt are all that our budget will be able to pay for. It, it will be all consuming of of our tax revenue. Uh, taken in by the government, and we will not be able to fund any infrastructure projects nor social projects like Social Security and Medicare. And, you know, that's not even to mention how do we fund our national defense at that point if if we're sticking all of our tax revenue into interest payments on debt. Now, kind of switching gears a little bit here, you know it must be bad 
when France is attempting to block the influence of American ideas in their college ranks. The government of France is investigating the influx of American influence on its colleges and universities after, and I quote from a Daily Wire uh, piece here, uh, months of rhetoric from top French officials and leading academics warning against ideas coming to France from American universities. France is battling back against the destructive woke speak and ideology being exported from American universities. France is standing up and saying there are things that make us uniquely French, and we don't want that to change. We don't want that garbage from American universities. We don't want to be all the same. There's things that make us unique as you know a French nation, and we want that. And you know what? There's absolutely nothing wrong nor terrible about wanting to preserve the heritage and culture of your country. There is nothing wrong with France wanting to be France, just like there's nothing wrong with Germany wanting to be Germany, or dare I say it, Americans wanting to be American. Learning about other cultures and customs makes life interesting. There's no reason for us to be like the Borg from Star Trek. We all have our differences, and to me, that that makes things interesting. I find it interesting to learn about uh, life in other countries and customs from other cultures. It gives us insight and appreciation into different points of view and different ways of living and you know, just the, the different views on life in general. If that is allowed to be destroyed by this leftist wokeism, what do we end up with? We end up with a homogenous world where no one has any individual identity where we do not get to experience the richness of cultures outside of our own. France, of all places, is the one that's front and center questioning this. They're the ones standing up and saying, no, thank you. We do not want this woke identity politics invading our colleges and universities. They are the ones that are pushing back saying, America, you can keep your woke BS. We don't want it here. I freely admit that I always thought of France as a bit to the left, maybe a bit liberal, but I I would say, you know, it's liberal as I read this, liberal in the classic sense at this point, not liberal as we paint with a broad brush today. I think we have leftists and liberals. Uh, It's two different things. And it's probably a, a topic for a different day here. I, you know, I always think of France as, as being more liberal, but uh, and, and liberal equaling left here. But I, I think they're, you know, liberal in a classic sense. And I, I will say, I have to admit, I've been pleasantly surprised by their reaction to the encroaching locust cloud that is American leftism and wokeism. I hope they continue to rebuff the absolute stupidity of it. We are going to need places for our kids to go to college where they won't get indoctrinated by this insidious disease of leftist ideology. France might be one of those uh, options here in in the future if if we can't regain uh, a foothold and reclaim our universities here in this country. Now, speaking of stupidity, I'll wrap up with this last topic here of ethno-mathematics. Some of you may have seen the segment on Tucker Carlson last Friday about how Oregon 
is encouraging teachers to register for training in ethnomathematics. All I have to say is in 15 to 20 years, maybe a little more than that, when a bunch of buildings and bridges start collapsing, we'll know why. The basis of ethnomath is that white supremacy manifests itself in focusing on finding the right answer to the math problem. Now, maybe your nose is bleeding a little bit after me saying that. And I'll say this, isn't that kind of the point of math, though? To find the right answer to the problem? How are buildings, bridges, and roadways going to be engineered without the right answer to the math problem? How will businesses find finance people, engineers, supply chain people, salespeople, or marketing people to get the math right that helps the business succeed and grow and turn a profit? How the hell can something as objective as 2 plus 2 equals 4 manifest white supremacy and racism? Just when you thought we had reached peak stupid, the bucket is lowered back into that well, and up comes another helping of some of the dumbest crap anyone has ever heard of. Now, the sad thing is, is people get paid to sit around and think up these moronic ideas. You know, maybe, though, they, we can use this ethnomath, and their salaries are calculated using that. And I'm guessing if we, you know, did the math on hourly rate times the hours worked, you know, that comes out to an exact answer. But that exact answer, according to this, manifests white supremacy, so we can just actually make up an answer then and say, eh, we're not going to pay you. Because if I calculated the right answer here for what your hourly rate is and how many hours it took you to come up with this absolute trash of an idea, you know, we don't want to manifest white supremacy here. So we're just not going to pay you. We'll, We'll just do what we feel like doing here. So now, you know, this really puts our future generations at a severe disadvantage on the world stage. We're not, this, this is not doing the kids any favors here. The useful idiots on the left truly do not comprehend causality and repercussions of their idiotic decisions and ideas. I'll bet places like Japan, India, and you know, especially China, are laughing at our stupidity right now. A couple of shows ago, I went over how we should boycott our institutions. This is case in point as to why we need to boycott public schools. And, you know, just because of this idiocy of bringing in ethnomath and and using and saying it, if we being getting the right, I can't even get it out because it's so stupid. Getting the right answer manifests white supremacy and racism in something as objective as math. This is, has other countries, just, I'm sure, just laughing at us when they see these stories come across their wires. And again, case in point why we need to boycott these institutions, boycott the the monopoly that is the public schools, and we need to get a parallel economy set up with parallel educational systems. 
we have got to be thinking ahead in that respect so that when the peak stupidity finishes eating itself, because it, it will, there's no way that anybody can be pure enough to meet the ideology out there. Eventually it comes for every last one of them. There will be generations of people who can and will get this thing back up and running without having to start over from scratch. We get the parallel economy, the parallel educational system up. We have a base from which to start working from at that point then. It's mind-boggling that we have somehow allowed a confluence of the least commonsensical and, dare I say, dumbest among us to hold these important positions that shape our future as a society, that shape the future of our children. We need to stand up now and take actions to preserve our very way of life, to preserve our children's future, and to preserve our identity as Americans before we end up as a has-been on the world stage. That's my show for today. Thank you for listening. I'd be so grateful if you left a positive review, should your listening platform allow for reviews. And also if you subscribe to my show. It helps us move up the charts and helps more people find the truth. I appreciate you spending some of your day with me. Please help us spread the truth by sharing my show with friends and family, as well as on your social media accounts. I would be grateful if you subscribed to my podcast and signed up for notifications. It'll help us stay connected. Follow me on my social media home on Parlor. My handle there is at Living with Liberty. I am also on MeWe. I can be found by searching Living with Liberty, and I have a Telegram channel. My handle there is at Living with Liberty. Liberty isn't a given. We must fight to protect it. Working together, we will do exactly that. Until next time.